0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: When will it end, SP3? It seems like we're talking about releases every other goddamn month at the moment in WWE. Tons of talented people let go from the company once more. News broke late last night here in the UK that 18 more had been let go from WWE. Of course, SP3, and I will dive into that today. And some of Nia Jack's, uh she, well I was about to say some of her claims, it's her side of the story. She's answered some of the claims that maybe she was let go because she didn't want to be vaccinated. Sorry it's Guy Fawkes Night here in the UK, which means there are fireworks everywhere, including my neighbour's garden. Uh, I'm Alex McCarthy, as you can see that is SP3 and we are going to bring to you Alex McCarthy's Wrestling day. Welcome, everybody, to Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily uh, Friday Night Insight. It was meant to be the return of the prodigal son, Louis Dan Gore, um, but he's had a rough week on Twitter. Um, yeah, Frankly, a terrible take about Hangman Page, fair enough, but people kind of unfairly came to him yesterday uh, on the whole... Him, he was trying to explain that WWE are going through another direction, but... In the from coming from Louis's mouth, there was always going to be a lot of people waiting to jump down what he said. Um, so the poor lad wants to take a break, and of course, we support that fully. Send some kind words Louis' way if you get the chance. He is a young lad at the end of the day, and I think I believe he means well. Um, if not some, he's got terrible takes, we know this, but he means well. Um, so yeah, so send some kind love in Louis' way. I'm sure he would appreciate it on this Friday night, but. Where Louie's boots have been filled, it is the other half of the da, 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 da daily boys.
0: It is SB3 himself. How are you, my brother? I'm doing good. It's Friday. It's the end of the week, which usually means for me I get busier as the week goes on. Uh-huh. So I did a podcast earlier. I'll do a podcast later today. But I'm glad to be here Friday Night Insight with the one and only Alex McCarthy. And what a bunch of news that we got yesterday evening I, I was just doing a podcast on like 1996 scott hall and kevin nash coming over to wcw and then i huh. was like let's do a live on what's going on in today's world because we got to talk about it because so much news went down we got the the little foreshadowing from Russell votes and srs but i didn't expect what we would find out yesterday
1: no like I'd heard in the past that maybe Keith Lee was um, not, not on the chopping block, but, like, not safe. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, it's something he needs to kind of do whatever. Um, I didn't see Nia Jax ever going. The connection to The Rocks, she was something different in the women's division, whether you liked her work or not. I felt like she was kind of a WWE staple. Um, yep. I had no idea she's 37 now. No idea about that, um, but yeah, let, let's dive, you know dive into the news of what we got here. So, the eighteen wrestlers that WWE let go were Keith Lee, Nia Jax, Carrion Cross, who Jesus Christ, I mean they couldn't have butchered him any worse. Grand Metal League, Lynch Dorado, Eva Marie, who only came back to the company this year. Remember, B Fab. Brianna brandy And Harry just Smith
0: called,
1: just got called up. Harry Smith's just back. Um, it, it continued, of course, into NXT with Scarlett Porto. What a bad hand she was dealt as well. Only Lorcan. Frankie Monet. Taya Valkyrie. Ember Moon. I can't tell you how much of a big fan I was of Ember prior to her injury. And I obviously, I supported her when she came back. But, man, what a ball-dropping moment. Trey Baxter. Jesse Kamiya. Jeet Rama, Zayda Ramiya, and Katrina Cortez. That makes up the 18 names WWE let go. Now, um, we will jump into what Nia Jax has had to say about her release because I know a lot of you will have already heard about these releases. Uh, and, you know, not to beat a dead horse and all of that, we will touch on it. But here is some kind of fresh news. that's only come out in the past hour or so from Nia herself. Uh, so to to start things, I do believe, uh, Fightful and Andrew Zarian have said that there were a section of superstars. They didn't actually name Jax, but a section of them that perhaps had been let go because they refused to get vaccinated. The New York Post, I believe, took it a step further and said it was Jax. I'm um, I i I'm not entirely sure, but I think the equation of the New York Post is the sun in the UK, where it's um, like,
0: eh. Yeah, yeah. The, the New York Post has always just got they're always trying to get attention because the main newspaper here in New York City is the Daily News. So the New York Post mm. tries to get stories a little bit more juicier to get people to buy their, their newspaper.
1: Yeah, well, in, over here we call it, um, I hope I get this right because I'm in the media game now, broadsheets and tabloids. And the tabloids are like the more sensational. So yeah. I guess I guess we would put the New York Post in that. Um, so anyway, Naya... Um, was named by the New York Post and she obviously came out on Instagram and said, I usually keep my personal life private, but yesterday's reports leave me with no option but to clarify matters. I recently took a short leave of absence from WWE for a mental health break. Yeah, we haven't seen her on TV uh, for several weeks. I've been working through so much, more than I can share, and I took some time with the full support of the company to take care of myself. Earlier this week, after WWE sent me my schedule to return to the ring for the November 15th show, I asked for an extension to my mental health break, uh, feeling that I needed more time and hoping I would have the ongoing support of the company I have given my all to for the past seven years. I did not receive a response. The next I heard, I was being released. My vaccination status was never mentioned. I wasn't given any choices or options from the company, I presume. It breaks my heart to be so abruptly let go without consultation when dealing with so much privately. I loved my career at WWE. I love the men and women I worked with, and I'm going to need time to process this huge loss. I appreciate those people who have shown understanding and compassion during an incredibly difficult time. Uh, The gist... For those of you trying to cut through Naya's comments is uh, she was off with a taking a, a break to help her mental health. She hadn't heard anything from the company after asking for an extension. And the next thing she heard from Talent Relations was that she had been let go. SB3, um, the same as any story this is. There's millions different sides, but this is from the horse's mouth. Um, do you buy... What Nye has to say here, um, and you know, I get if if she is taking a break for her mental health, it's is very very unfortunate. Not only the circumstances that she's now in, but just the fact that she has to wade her way through these reports. uh, Yeah, it's a difficult thing, man. It's such a horrible time and topic to have to tackle. Um, I feel for her.
0: Yeah, it's a very touchy subject for anyone to address, and uh, you know the fact that she once again like we said with john moxley and his choice to go to rehab you have to kind of be a little bit self-aware and look at yourself and realize that you're having a problem so if it was on her from what we're hearing that she made the choice to take that time off and made the choice to ask for more time you know we want her to get through that regardless of how you feel about nia Jax, the performer the wrestler she's a person at the end of the day and another Mm. human being so she deserves some type of happy some type of you know clearing of the mind and solving of this situation, but it's horrible that it comes at this time, and it it, it just it just is really mind boggling because I try to my best sometimes to look at the good and the positive in WWE, mm. but then when you hear you know certain people's perspective on things, especially those who have been released in the past eighteen to twenty months. It's it's really damning, and it really doesn't make the company uh, look like it's in the best light. On the same day that you announced a $256 million uh, profit for this past quarter, you mm. released all this talent, and a talent that was dealing with mental health issues, you... Pile onto it by letting them go Did you let are you letting them go Because you finally are saying you Know your performance is not where It needs to be or are you really letting them Go because they want to time Off and you need everybody all hands On deck that's where the questions Are going to come with Nia Jax You know coming out and saying her side of the Story and what she's been dealing with and the Reason why she's off of television On the same week you're you know Brian Harley with a with a good point you say Imagine AEW sacking My for his trouble is shocking on the same week where one company celebrated someone being self-aware and taking time off to deal with a personal situation the other company fired someone who's dealing with their own personal issue and a mental health issue it's it's insane the difference in the two companies and you know, uh well there's a video coming out later today where we talk about the wwe formula and stuff mm. and I try, to try my best to be on wwe side when it comes to that it's a winning formula that's winning for them but they're not winning in the court of public opinion it's, it's, at all it's
1: a fi- it's a financial success the formula that yeah that is pretty yeah. much it
0: yeah yeah but it when it comes to the court of public opinion and how the fans think and people outside the industry especially when a story comes out in like the new york post and you know if if she's saying this, the New York Post got to follow up on it and say another story. So I can only imagine the headline mm. there, like a wrestler dealing with mental health issues on it, just a month after what happened to Daphne, and that's the person that you're letting go at that time. I don't think that's going to look good for WWE at all. No,
1: me neither. Um, you know, and, and, and part of the discourse about Nia that kind of annoys me, especially with this mental health situation, is that everyone seems to want to prefix any kind of statement with, oh, you know, I, I wasn't a fan of her in the ring like, and nor was I, frankly, like just based on the, the people who got hurt, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like check that at the door. That's a different conversation, right? Like neither performer, we're talking about the person here who by all accounts, you know, you see any kind of backstage documentaries or, you know, if you've ever had a window into total divas and things like that, she seems like a really nice person. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I've been fairly open about this. I only came back to Twitter yesterday. What a day! Um, but I, I too have had a break just because a lot of things were getting on top of me, kind of outside of the professional world that I needed to address. Right? So um, you can't put yourself in anyone's situation exactly, but if, if she has my sympathy, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's I, I can I can relate in a way to to needing to take that break, especially. In the hundred mile an hour world that it is of a professional wrestler, man, like it's it's really up, yeah, oh man. It, it just sucks if that is the case. Where WWE have had a chance to help, they've known it's been right there in front of them. She couldn't have made it clearer, and they said, you know what? In actual fact, we need to move forward. You do whatever you're gonna do. That, that to me is pretty unacceptable. Um, so I guess it'll all come out in the wash. WWE might come out with their side. Who knows? Most of the roster are in the UK now. They've been on a tour this week. Smackdown, as soon as they finish their show tonight, are UK bound. Um, they're getting an overnight flight. So oh, pretty much everyone left on deck, bar the bloodline and a few others. We'll be over in the UK for the next kind of five to six days. I think the Raw crew actually go back to America on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, they got Raw on Monday. Yeah. Um, so, man, it's, you know, for them, imagining that all in flux, right? They're just they're just out on tour, and they're like, oh, all my friend I, I I know John Morrison is going to be on this tour. Imagine what he's thinking. Frankie Monet being let go. She barely got a foot in the door. Like, it's just that. so much.
0: He's not even in the country. It's just like, man. I was just thinking about, like, it, we're, we're saying it's one thing. It, they look bad for the whole Nia Jax, you know, coming out, what she's dealing with. Someone else that dealt with something very public and let it be known with Keith Lee. And all that yep. he's been through this year, that's the other guy. That's one of the other, that's probably the second biggest name or first biggest name that you let go. It's like, I, there, I there's get... got, that,
1: Man, there's got to be something we don't know. There has to be. Like, I, I can't physically get my head around WWE's rationale here. Like, let, let, let me just say this, right? Survivor Series, Roman Reigns, star-making moment. Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar, star-making moment. Beats Randy Orton on pay-per-view, clean. Star making moment and this isn't like WWE trying their best to make it happen for him no these were moments the fans dug Keith Lee we know he had his health struggles right yes had to have his time off and whatnot but then they come back, they give him this bear cat. They end up releasing him. He says it wasn't even his idea to be bear cat. Do you see
0: this? Yeah, uh, I, saw, I saw that on uh, Instagram yesterday. And it was just like, this is why I don't buy half of the stuff that we hear nowadays. Because yeah, I know. WWE purposely lets stories out because that's the, the, the perception they want. It's not the truth always. It's what they wanted to be known. I heard so many people like, oh, Keith Lee. Came out with that himself. You know, it's about your Bearcat, right? No, I I, I am all for embracing African-American history in any genre, especially professional wrestling, because the representation is not always where it needs to be. But nobody was talking about no Bearcat right or thing about <laughs> Bearcat right when they named Keith Lee Keith Bearcat Lee. I will say stop it. And the only people I saw defending it and coming out was uh, was the the loyal WWE fan base who don't know too much about African American history, but now they they are big fans of Bearcat right because it, it it sounds good to big up because Keith Lee is doing it now, and that wasn't even his idea.
1: Listen, tomorrow they're sat E and we're going to be going to a WWE show tomorrow in London. Um, I wonder what the vibe is going to be like. And I'm speaking to a lot of the talent. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how they're all going to be feeling about what's transpiring because if if there's anything that I, you know, we've all learned. I was about to say I've learned, but we've all learned who who is safe. There's like a handful. Of WWE talent that I would call safe, a handful. Um, it, it's a it's a wild time. It's a wild time. After the show tonight, there's going to be another show on Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. And it is I and SP3 again. If you have been longing, if you have been wanting and desiring some extra content since we went from an hour to 25 minutes, this is your hookup. SP3 and I are having a debate about the WWE formula that CM Punk referenced last week. Uh, we go a good 25 minutes uh, making cases for and against it. Uh SB3 is pretty much team WWE. I am not on this occasion. So tune in and we'd love for you to let us know in the comments what you think about it. Um we'd love to hear from all of the good eggs here on Wrestling Daily. Uh you know what's wild as well, with we do have an ultra-chat, by the way. Um, but you know what's wild when I think about all of these releases, yeah. I mean 18 is a big number, and we know that WWE's stockpiled. Um when they got that, that new money from the TV deals and Saudi and you know AW come along and they're trying to snatch people up. I looked at the list that Denise Salcedo put together of who've been released since 2020. Do you know there's over a hundred yes. yes, and thirty names on And over s- over 70 of them, 74, I think to be exact, is this year. 74, a hundred And 30 talents they've had to let go that are out of a job. And yeah, if you actually look at the percentage that have gone on and you know landed a good gig in AEW or Impact, it's not
0: high. That's that's why I think it's baffling when some fans will tell me AEW just signs up all the former WWE talent. When you look at that 130 and look at the names that actually have gone to W to AEW, it's very small, it's not a large number. I I I've been saying I said yesterday on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel that Impact has has benefited the most from these WWE releases because the head of their their women's division right now, Mickey James comes from these releases, the head of their tag team division and the Good Brothers came from these Mm. releases, former Impact World Champion in the past year, Eric Young came from these releases like, they are the ones that have benefited the most, that's why the stigma is on AEW because that's what that's the perception they want you to believe they signed Amiro and signed Andrade or Malachi Black, they're signing all the WWE guys, no, it just seems like they're getting the best ones, y'all keep letting go and they yeah, something with
1: it. Let, let me just let me just reaffirm your point there. They've picked up everybody. I would have hoped they picked up. Yeah, everybody, every one of them when they were released from WWE, I was bemoaning like, how in God's green earth could WWE not find something for these guys? And wouldn't you know it, AEW can find something for those guys and are and the latest guy in that list. I'm going to say it right now is Keith Lee, and, oh, I, also believe, and I also believe and also believe could do a hell of a lot in that women's division as well. So. It, to me, they, like Keith Lee, I'd band him in with Miro, Malachi, Black, and Andrade. Guys who I believed could be great and do amazing things on the WWE roster. And unfortunately, it hasn't worked out. But somebody, and by that I probably mean AEW, can find the right formula for them. It's just frustrating. You know what? It's interesting. Next week, I've got... In- oh, so tomorrow, I've got a lot of WWE interviews. Next week, on Tuesday, I've got the inspiration Ooh. to WWE release wrestlers who... Uh, obviously have made their way in Impact now. Tag champs already. And I've also got Malachi Black. So a lot of good opinions to grab next week. If you guys want me to ask them anything in particular, you know what to do. Let me know. Let me know what you want me to say. Uh, Oh, COD's out today, SP 3 Yes. Call of Duty is out, brother. I was (laughs) playing it before I came on. Uh, Let me tell you, my my ratio is like 1.4 right now. I don't want it to be scuppered. If anybody in this chat is good at the game, Come on my team and make me look good. That's all. Put, put me go. over
0: Put me over Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, carry me, man. Um, don't go against me. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but yeah. any COD players, let me know. Uh, as, as Those of you who follow me on Twitter will know that I'm a big gamer. And I went to the launch last night and it was really good. I'm enjoying this multiplayer. I think it's the best one I've had in a few years. Uh, SB3, man, tell the people where you're going to be this week.
0: Uh, You can see me over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel tomorrow at 11.05 a.m. Eastern time. True Hill Heat 150 with Bodyslam.net's own Cassidy Haynes as our special guest. So that's going to be a really good one. We're going to be talking about this week's WWE releases, all the rest of the news, the recap of the weekend wrestling over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. And then later today sportita wrestling youtube channel following smackdown and rampage i'll be with rick Uccino and the legendary dutch man tower i want to hear what dutch has to say about these releases as well
1: and he will have things to say <laughs> um a couple of comments i want to point out here iceman 1181 they didn't get bully matthews very good point he is yeah. somebody i would band in those people and say he's a must get i do believe that so very I, good I'm- point
0: I'm happy for New Japan, though, him going to New Japan. I'm hoping they they name uh, Okada as his opponent for November 13th. Ooh. November 13th is going to be ridiculous because you got that show, you got full gear. So there's a lot of great wrestling uh, to come. And please, AEW, if you're going to do one thing, I said it on the Wrestle Talk podcast last week. Yasha signed Shane Taylor from the ROH releases. From the WWE releases, Yasha signed Keith Lee. Give us another great tag team and put back together the pretty boy killers of Keith Lee and Shane Taylor. If you've never seen them as a tag team together, it's the greatest thing I've seen ever. That was my first time discovering both guys. And I was like, I didn't know a big man can move that fast with either one of them. So put the pretty boy killers back together, AEW. Wow,
1: well, yeah, I'd like to see that, man. Um, Mary al I think that's how you pronounce it. Sorry if it's butchered. Says, Ember to AEW, please. Man, I've got nothing wrong with that either. Again, I was a big Ember fan before her Achilles went. I'm sure she could get back there. Um, You got to get used to
0: it. You got to get used to it. Go on. You got to get used to it. Athena. Athena. I want you out of practice because a lot of y'all still calling Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, me included. (laughs) So let's practice calling Ember Moon. Athena. Athena. Athena.
1: Uh, Sat says, I'm getting a bear hug tomorrow, brother. I'm going to bring you in, brother, brother. Oh, I'm going to bring you in close, brother, brother. Uh, I cannot wait to see my boy in the flesh and watch the wrestling together. And we're going to grab a goddamn Nando's. Anybody in this chat or watching this, by the way, if you are going to the Wembley show tomorrow, hit us up. We'd be happy to meet you before the show, man. After the media, we got a little bit of time. I'm sure we could grab something to drink. Uh, so we have two Ultra Chats to finish on here. And then remember, like, subscribe this channel. And you can see what SP3 and I are talking about on the Wrestling Daily channel next. with have WWE and, of course, their formula, as CM Punk likes to call it. Uh, so we've got Chuck Cassius here who says, uh, oh, he's been a member for three months in a row. What a good egg. Uh, Hey, guys, first time I can be on here live. Oh, hey, Chuck. Uh, It's sad that WWE is a company that can get away with this and get million-plus views. Bin WWE. Love you guys. We love you, Chuck. Um, I will say, for what Chuck had to say there, SV3, and I feel like this speaks for some, WWE do make it hard to, like, love them. They make it hard to be a fan of them.
0: Yeah, as much as I want to say good things about WWE, I've been I've been called an AEW show. And it's not it's not through any fault of my own. It's because WWE does so much stuff for me to either complain or critique that I have to sound like that because I prefer the way AEW does things. I prefer Mm. the way New Japan does things. I prefer the way Impact uh, does things. It's just that AEW is doing a little bit better than those two right now. So that's why I may sound like that. But I want WWE to succeed. I want WWE to do better. But they just continue to disappoint us a lot of times.
1: Yeah. Like I said, man, WWE is my first love. It's why I got into wrestling. It's why I love wrestling. But objectively speaking you know, purely on what's good and what's entertaining, AEW is the best product in my mind at this moment in time. Uh, and again, it's it's. I understand, you know, please don't come at me with it's a business. I know this. I do know this. But this whole budget cuts month after every other month, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess there'll be smarter men than me that could break down the business aspect of that, but it's just very harrowing to have to watch all the time. People lose their jobs. Very, very talented people. Um, Chuck also says, love the show guys. Two things. Will 2K22 be coming out or will they wait until 23? And second thing is should triple H leave WWE and start his own company? Um, First of all, 2K22 is set for a March or a- April release, April release, I think around WrestleMania next year. And um, I know, well, I know that from, they've announced that anyway, but having yeah. spoken to the people at 2K when the trailer was coming out and I was doing my journalist thing, uh, they said that they were looking at that date. Now I'm sure it doesn't help having a ton of people taking out the game. Cause you've got to remember when they do career modes, there's all kinds of things where the talent are talking and, it's all kind of already woven, so I know that's not going to help. Um, but I'm excited and hopeful that 2K are going to come back with a good game. They've taken their time. They've owned it, in a way, you know, by taking the break, even if they didn't explicitly say, I mean, they couldn't, could they? But it was a bad game. The last game they had was a bad game. Indeed. I'm hope I'm hopeful this time that they're going to get it right. And as far as I'm aware, more details in January the game comes out in April, March time. So I don't anticipate that being any different. Uh, what was the other thing Chuck had to say? Triple H and his own company. Hmm. Um. You know, I, I, I'm interested. Like, does Triple H know that like Keith Lee is getting canned before Keith Lee gets canned?
0: That is a good question. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, probably not. I think that he would. He would be one of the first people. If anyone's going to say anything, he would say something. But. As you'll see with our video that's gonna drop, uh, you know, I don't think the grass is so much greener on the other side always. So uh, I, I don't believe Triple H would try to do that and try to compete with Vince McMahon by starting his no. own company. And so I think we're better he, off-
1: he has uh, he has yeah. sold a lot of his shares though in the past couple of years. Not to say that he's gonna start another company, but he might just leave WWE. Is what I'm saying. Like he yeah. he has cashed out a fair amount, millions. So. Who knows? But I no, I don't think he'll be starting his own company. I could imagine him being involved in the wrestling business somewhere. I've always said this, and one day it might turn out to be relevant or it might just not. But the elite have always said great things about Triple H to me. The young Bucks, Cody, and Kenny, all of them have said to me about how great it was in the talks with him, how far Triple H yeah. went out of his way to make them feel wanted, to give them what they wanted in the business. But put it this way, if AEW doesn't exist, they, they would have gone. I yeah. believe they would have gone. Um, And they all say that he is very much similar minded to them. And you could probably see that in what the NXT product was at one point. And what we see seeing from AEW now, Um this is kind of a shame that are on two different sides of the train tracks,
0: but uh, you never know one day. Who maybe knows maybe Who they, knows? they meet in the middle, but since we're talking about triple H Alex, I gotta ask you because you've said yeah. a lot of disparaging remarks about this gentleman. But uh, do you think I, I had a theory here after his release yesterday, carrying uh-huh. cross is the greatest NXT call-up failure ever, regardless of how you think. I'm just yeah, talking yeah. how he was presented in NXT and how fast. They managed to mess that up. Do <laughs> like, you know what? After, to the point he got released. I think this is the greatest of all time. You know what? You, you
1: say disparaging, okay? Uh, I, I kind of take exception. I've never said, like, Karrion Cross is the shits or anything like that. Like, you know, I just wasn't digging his
0: presentation. You, I, were I, cutting, you were cutting the Adam Cole promo before Adam Cole cut it. <laughs> you, were like, yeah. you were like, he's got all these lights. He's got the music. He's got the You know what playing. I need? You know what I need, Karrion? No, uh, man, to,
1: to me, like, I, I just didn't buy the, like, Brock Lesnar aura they were trying to put on him. And then there was, like, supernatural elements to that um, that weren't ever really explained. Um you know, I, I just didn't really dig it. And I didn't feel like his body of work would make up for it, right? You know what I mean? Like it, it, to me it was just like, ah man, this just hasn't worked for me. And maybe that's because the bar the bar for NXT champions is so ridiculously high. But yeah, John jeffrey John Jeffries is right. Uh he's no Goldberg, he says. Uh no, Goldberg's I mean, in a league of I mean, his own in my he- in my career. In my critical thinking, Goldberg stands very much alone. But yes, SB3. To be
0: fair, they're gonna lose in the matter of a year. They probably they're gonna lose like five or six different NXT champions to I know either I know. by releases or them leaving the company, whether that's uh Adam Cole, you know, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross. That's that's by the way, that's three of your last six NXT champions, by the way. That it, are not isn't the it company as well. Isn't Sean Ross
1: saying that Kylo- I mean, I know hasn't won the belt, but
0: can't he leave next month? Yes. His contract is up next month. Johnny Gargano's contract is up next month. Kevin Steen, another former NXT January, DJ, is in January. So that's three more? They're going to lose three more? Because if I'm Johnny Gargano, I know he loves Triple H. I know he loves Shawn Michaels. I know he loves NXT. But my dude. You have to say, you've hit that grass ceil- ceiling, bounced up to the bottom, and then bounced right back up to the same glass ceiling. There's nothing for you to do after this. So go somewhere where you can at least flourish for a couple of years, and then you can go back to NXT and have a reunion run like, have a reunion <laughs> tour, all great and dandy. But you don't want to stay with that company for them to call you up. And then uh, Sean Ross Sapp said that Kyle and Johnny are at the SmackDown taping today for tonight. Night.
1: Yeah, I mean, mm, I I could see all of them going to AEW. I could, I could see it. Uh, but anyway, just just to just to finish my train of thought on Karrion Cross, um, I like the entrance. Um, it, it, you know, I think there are parts about watching him work that I liked, but he didn't ever really have bangers um, for whatever reason. In he has a couple that were good. With you know, I think he had a good one with Finn, um, but it just didn't click for me the character and the the, the work. Then they take him up and they butchered it completely. Like, if I didn't think it was working in NXT, hell, it got a lot worse on the main roster. Like, they, they took away everything that was actually appealing about him. Scarlet was one of the strengths of his act. They took her away straight away for some obscure reason. We heard these reports like, oh, you know, they're thinking about Scarlett being a wrestler in her own right. Well, that didn't happen either. Um, and then they, you know, put a mask on his head. Sorry there's a lot of swearing going on here. They they did they I don't know what they were doing with him. I truly don't. And it's like why why did they bring him up to do all of ah it's mind numbing. But alas, I again, again he's a guy I don't think is done by a long stretch. When yeah. I've seen him in when I've seen him in interviews, I like him. I, I want him to do well. I just I just can't lie and say that I I didn't dig what he was presented as in WWE. Um there is an ultra chat From Yoko Littner, he says, imagine the amazing wrestling you could put together with just the people who have been released. It is staggering. Imagine they did like an all-in, right, of just all the free agents from WWE. where they were like, we'll show them. And they just put on a killer show. Imagine that.
0: I, I would love it. I would love it. They, I, I, I thought the best idea I heard from last week was uh, ROH one night stand that uh Tony Khan could could produce with like CM <laughs> Punk versus Brian Danielson as the main event, but do a <laughs> WWE one night stand with all the release talent, like you got you got yourself some of the best talent in the world. And if someone would have told me in January that we'd be sitting here in November and Naya Jackson, Braun Strowman got released from the company, I would have called you a damn liar. I'm going to be quite honest. I would have never believed that, but this is, Mm. this is the world we're living in in 2021.
1: That we are brother. That we are. Thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in tonight. As usual, the daily boys have gone over, but you can see more of us. If you want that four hour that full hour experience, we've got 25 minutes of goodness. The old fashioned debate waiting for you here on The Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. We thank you so much for joining us. Thumbs up, subscribe, all of that good stuff. You know where to find SB3 this week. You can see our Twitter handles up top. Once again, thank you very much. Sat and I will be bringing you some content from tomorrow, which I'm sure Mocker Monday and Taboo Tuesday will talk. That's what I've called us now. We will discuss next week. Uh, But until then, thank you so much for tuning in to Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. Bye bye.